0: Yeah. There's so much more to a CRM system than the contact info. Yeah. And I think that's what you're kind of getting at here is you're building a story that doesn't end. Like all of these contacts are fluid with whatever conversation you have, with whatever you learn. We take a lot of mental notes. However however it is you do it right now, you take post-its, you put them places, you say something to yourself, you send yourself an email, you send them an email one time, have it in one spot.
1: Welcome to another episode of Level Up. I'm Katie. I'm here with Angry Daniel here today, who is having some technical difficulties, but we're good now.
0: We're always good, but I'm on a <laughs> mad delay right now. So, to all of you listening, There's, a oh man, we're in opposite rooms, like next to each other. And I can hear my voice echoing in the room on the other side of this wall. And it's like five seconds behind. It's fantastic. So yes, I'm wearing the role of smiling, but pissed off guy today.
1: (laughs) It's always good starting a podcast. So in order to uh, reduce your stress and your pissed offness, we will get right into it. So today, let's do it. Yeah. um, Today we're talking about using your CRM effectively. Um, I think it's a very important topic to chat about. As agents, we talk about the importance of a CRM, but not necessarily how to use it and some tips and tricks to make the most of it.
0: That is correct. It is kind of at the heart of everything we talk about when it comes to strategy, whether it be your marketing, your lead gen, Mm -hmm. your contact management, um, really at the core of all of it is how are you getting, retaining, building business? um, And that begins and ends with the people who are in your database and how you are able to manage them, which is what the C and the R and the M stand for. It's your customer relationship management. So Let's talk about how to manage them.
1: Yes, so I've got a list of the top ten things that you can do to make your CRM use better. Um, some tips. So we'll get jump right into it. Are these in order? Or they are in just no like... order whatsoever at all. I will preface though by saying that these tips are more for solo agents, not necessarily teams who probably use a CRM in some different ways, but if you're starting out or you've been using a serum for a few years, I think these could be some good tips.
0: Okay. I just noticed you've got on the block booze in the picture behind you.
1: I do. Do you want to drink it?
0: I, I actually, I've got a, I've got a beer with me right now.
1: <laughs> Sitting Are you drinking a beer?
0: I know it's just here
1: okay because it is we 10 a.m th- on a Sunday
0: <laughs> we keep things as like as props as, as props
1: yeah it's
0: got a calming effect it's like uh it's like one of those in infu- not infusion what are those like burning incense things what do they call those are they infusion no or infusion I was
1: diffuser. Th- diffuser
0: diffuser thank you I it's like my diffuser that. that smells like beer sweet Anyway, let's let's without further ado, let's get to the top 10. We should have like the Letterman music on and like Paul Schaefer playing you in number 10 All or right. is it number one first.
1: Well, uh, let's go. Sure. Let's go 10 to one because that'll make things fun. Um, <laughs> I'm
0: having a ball.
1: Okay. So number 10, um, adding everybody in to your CRM from your social media accounts that you speak with and that you have a connection with, I think is really, really important. And the main reason for that is because you could lose your social media accounts at any point. You're like, we hear people all the time, their Instagram gets hacked, it goes down if you lose your followers, you're not going to have a lot of ways to easily reach them at that point.
0: Yeah, I've, I've got two points with this. And stop me because I don't know what your other nine points are. So I might be like infringing on like number four. That's okay. But I can adapt. when we talk about social media, a couple of things, some people will say, well, you know, I, I don't know anything beyond what their handle is or things like that, even if I've started. So look at this as also another opportunity to generate conversation and to build their contact info as well. Yeah, Um, It's not an excuse to say, all I know is that they're, you know, sexy guy, one, two, three, and I don't know how to put that into my CRM. But that being said, the name and whatever you have should still form the beginning of a contact in your CRM system, right? I think a lot of, whether it's your own rudimentary Excel sheet or whether it's everything have a uh, a mechanism to have even just the social media handle there as part of their profile so if that's all you yeah. have to start with it doesn't mean to leave them out but it also does create an opportunity for you to build that profile start conversation as well to make it a little bit more
1: yeah Yeah, definitely. And and it's not only like the the risk of losing these people, if your social media goes down, it's also just the organization part of keeping everybody in one spot. Um, It's it's very difficult when you're trying to manage different types of contacts in different types of places. So your CRM should be considered your home base for any contact that you have.
0: Bingo, bingo, bongo. Number nine.
1: Number nine um, integrations is a big one that I think a lot of agents lose sight of. Most CRMs have the ability to in- integrate with other things that may be useful for you. So, I mean, I'm not saying go out get you know all the integrations because they're available, but it, take a look and see if there's anything there that can make your life easier um, in terms of bringing people in, whether it's an integration with your calendar, your social media, if you're doing a lot of um, social ads, Google ads, um, creating forms and getting people to fill those out, any way that you can get people into your database more automatically or any sort of automatic in a, that into like those integrations provide, then I, I'd say that's a really important one too.
0: And integrations go both ways, right? right. I think primarily they're an in, but there's a lot of stuff that certain services can do on the out as well in terms of managing what your contacts look like in terms of finances, potentially all, all kinds of stuff. If you're using any CRM system, there's going to be a page there that details their preferred integration partners. But most of the time in today's technology world, they've got what's called an API, which is not what this is about, but basically there's the language language within any uh, major CRM system that's built to tie to whatever it is you might already be working with. And it's a lot easier to make them talk to each other than to just use things in isolation. Cause yeah. that's adding steps and headache. I'm just going to raise you up while we're talking here.
1: You fancy new standing desk. If it works. <clears throat>
0: well, am I at the top already? This is as high as it goes. It's terrible. I feel like I'm looking down.
1: <laughs> you are kind of looking down. Yeah. I know.
0: Funny. I feel like I'm looking at the the image here and it's like, I mean, I can, oh. I can do that, but now I'm like squat. This is actually really good for my quads, so I'm just gonna do this. Sweet. If only you could see what's going on below my shoulders right now.
1: Okay, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if anybody wants to. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's kind of there's the, there's the quote of the episode.
1: All right. Number eight, uh, data, data, and more data. Um, so the more data that you can add into mostly populating the details of each person is really important. So examples like your, um, your clients or your, the people that are in your databases, kids' names or pets' names, or anything that's important to just remember about them that you could, enhance maybe the experience or send a more customized gift down the line, um, is, is always good. And it's so much easier when it's again, all in one place, because you can reference it so much easier. Um, I find for myself, I typically give gifts to the kids, um, over the holidays, when, when my clients have kids and, um, putting their kids' names on the card I think is a nice personalization and not having that in a CRM would be very difficult. I'd have to kind of try to uh, find them on social media and go through all the pictures and see if their kid is mentioned there. Like it just, it just adds so much more time. So again, having it all in one place is so much more efficient.
0: Yeah. uh, There's so much more to a CRM system than the contact info. Yeah. And I think that's what you're kind of getting at here is, You're building a story that doesn't end. Like all of these contacts are fluid with whatever conversation you have, with whatever you learn. We take a lot of mental notes. However however it is you do it right now, you take post-its, you put them places, you say something to yourself, you send yourself an email, you send them an email one time, have it in one spot and everything is good info because your CRM is there just for you to reference. It doesn't mean you're going to be drawing on everything all the time, but it does mean six months from now, when you're trying to remember, you know, do they have a pet? Do they not have a pet? You know, like you said, what's their kid's name? How old are they? What are the birthdays, whatever it is, all Mm -hmm. of this stuff is just so useful in its own time. Mm -hmm. So use the system to consolidate all of it and organize it so that when you need it, it's there.
1: Yeah. Under P.
0: Number seven.
1: Number seven, um, Recurring, creating recurring events or tasks for yourself is a big one. I mean, you really have to take a look at each contact in your database. What type of contact are they? And associated with that, what kind of reach out or touches are you going to have throughout the year for each, each person? So, for example, with my past clients, I make sure to do quarterly reach outs to each and every one of them on a personal basis, just to provide them an update on the sales in their area. So most CRMs have the function to create recurring tasks. And this might be a very simple thing that people do, but if you don't do it, it just makes your life easier where you know, you're you're reminded every, so every, however often you've set for yourself to reach out to those individuals. So it's more automated.
0: I feel you. I don't have much to add there. Okay, I know I've got like the, the snappy comments after each one, but that was pretty. That was pretty concise. That was pretty bang on. Number seven. Number okay. seven. Ding, ding, ding. On to six.
1: On to six. Um, making use of reports is also a really helpful thing. There's a lot of reports that CRMs offer you, whether it's the open rates on your email, like how many contacts you have, maybe in like the hot prospect or however you want to term those people list. Um, how many people you're getting from different lead sources, like what's your repeat referral business looking like. All of those things are really useful and kind of gives you a deeper dive look into how your business is performing and maybe presents you with opportunities to improve upon where where you really want to focus that, that time and effort.
0: I guarantee when you look at the data, you will learn things you didn't know or things you thought you knew are not the case. A lot of that is found through patterns or lack of patterns. Like, remember when there isn't a pattern, that's a pattern. There's a mind screw for you. (laughs) But when, when something's not consistent, that's still worthwhile noting. It's not something that you need to dismiss right away. Maybe it just means that your approach has been sporadic, or maybe it means that where you think you've got consistency, you don't. Mm -hmm. And so, your ability to look at numbers we talk about it when it comes to like market stats this is the same thing okay like mm-hmm. your clients are the meat the heart of your entire business and you need them before you need well you need to know the market obviously but you know your knowledge of the market is useless without a base of people to communicate with mm-hmm. and there's really no limit to what it is you can look at, but there's also no limit to the value you can pull from any type of report that's out there. Right. So take the time. If there are pre done reports that you look at and you say, well, that's not important. Look at it anyway, get Mm -hmm. insight into things and just identify places where you've got, like you said, opportunity and where there might be challenges as well because reports um, and and some of the correlations between what you do and what comes out of it are going to be useful in helping to determine how best to move forward and what to keep doing and what to change.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people speaking to other agents wanting to elevate their repeat and referral business, and this is a great way to do it, because in the CRM, you can identify the lead source and if you start seeing patterns with particular people like maybe somebody has referred you to two or three people over this past year like those are people that you really want to take care of really stay in touch with and just be you know like we we want to really grow that relationship because those are the people that really want to support you in your business and so i always say you know, we tend to focus more on getting new people into our database. And then once people are sitting there in their database, we don't do anything with them. If you switch your mindset to really trying your best to bring more value to those people that are currently in your database, especially if they're supporting your business, you'll find that that repeat referral business will really grow.
0: Amen. Preach.
1: Hallelujah. Um, okay. So number five, uh kind of obvious again but a lot of like i mean i'm speaking to myself when i say making the use of the trainings and videos and the tutorials that are in your crm system there's likely 50 i i I would assume most people are using 50 or less of the features that are available within their crm and they could probably really up the game um in in their crm usage if they were to make use of some of these other features so Take, like, put take some time out of your week to create, you know, like an hour a week just to go through a new tutorial, I think would really benefit most agents.
0: I, I'm going to come at this from two different angles. You do that. One, 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 one angle.
1: One, I'm going to count down. One.
0: <laughs> one is you don't need all the tools, but it also is an opportunity to identify what's available, but also... Like we talk about, and I don't know if one of your other steps is about the actual choosing of a CRM, because I know that's not what this is about, but hopefully if you've just chosen your CRM, you've listened to our past podcast about how to choose an effective CRM because there's a lot of noise in a lot of these platforms as well. And the features are great and you're right. I think it's important to look at a lot of them and to identify things you're not using and learn them. Mm -hmm. but also don't feel the need to make use of everything if it's not relevant and if it's going to just add add time to what it is you're doing. The other side is when you're not using, this is for the people out there like me, let's call us the cheap bastards or whatever you want to classify yourself Mm -hmm. as. Maybe it's not your cheap, but maybe you just don't have a CRM or you've made use of manual process like Excel and things like that. If you are using something like that, definitely this applies to you as well. The number of features and tools to teach yourself in a platform like Excel is insane. You can create yourself something that's robust and automates and does a lot of the things you're probably doing manually by teaching yourself some of the features that fall within a program like that. So it's not limited necessarily to whatever you're paying monthly for and the great stuff they've got. Cause that definitely you should use, but Whatever it is you're doing, learn more and find efficient ways to leverage what you have to make it work better for you yeah. as well.
1: 100%. Yeah. Okay. Numero 4. Implementing, you just like rolled your eyes there. Implementing check. Is
0: numero, is numero French also? I'm thinking no. it's Spanish. Nombre. <laughs> Yeah, like numero, catra. I feel like you just combined French. You I combine Spanish.
1: Spanish and French.
0: Or is numero? No, nu-
1: Listen, I know where our listeners are coming from. We've got Canada, we've got the US. I've got to combine. <laughs> so,
0: so you're just going off English all together and combining the rest. Man, yes. Wait till we go overseas. These are going to get really entertaining.
1: Yeah. Isn't Spanish catra too? So maybe I was just speaking Spanish.
0: Uh, uno, dos, tres. Quatro. quatro. No, quatro. no, it's quatro.
1: Okay, quatro. Nombre, cuatro. <laughs> no, not,
0: now you Now you just did French and Spanish. I know, I'm like reversing it. Went,
1: reversed it. I'm, I'm, wow, you're like I'm catering to everybody here.
0: Holy jeez.
1: Okay. Um, so checklists and workflows is really important. Like when you enter somebody in your database, sometimes it could be, it depends on what type of prospect there are at you, it bleh. Let me say that again. It depends on what type of number it is. <laughs> I'm getting confused. But we've done, um, if you go back into our episodes, we'll link to it in the show notes. I don't recall exactly what episode number it is, but we dive into you know, the usage of your CRM and identifying different types of prospects. So depending on what type of prospect you're putting into your CRM, maybe it's a seller and you've got, you know, you can have a set of steps to implement with them. And as opposed to trying to remember it and um, do it manually, a lot of these things can be set up. Automatically where you have preset emails, maybe preset videos to send out to a particular subset of people in your database. So that's something you know to work on over time. It's not something you're going to be able to put into place immediately with every type of prospect, but I'd say that it's it will definitely help better systematize your business. And as if, if you are looking to grow your business, this is the sort of things, these are the sort of things that you need to be doing uh, to get more on automatic with, with, with this sort of thing.
0: If you don't have automation, you're, you're really missing the boat. Like yeah. the, the point of the CRM is to have process and workflows that are leveraging this database. It's not just a data. If it was just names, it would just be a database, right? Okay. The management side is what are you doing with them? I spoke to an agent yesterday who was talking about the fact, like he works two jobs. So mm-hmm. he's a part-time agent but does well and is able to manage his time specifically because of the workflows he's built in his CRM. Yeah. Like that's what he was talking about is just there's inbound, there's, you know, people he meets, puts them in there, but once they're in there, he is pretty close to set it and forget it. Right. Yeah. Cause he knows once you click the start button and they're bucketed in a certain place, they're getting, like we've just started this ourselves, you know, at the brokerage level, like a little bit more in more of a robust way, where you know drip campaigns, things like that, mm-hmm. they allow you to just know that the wheels are turning, and you don't have to sit there every day and say, okay, what am I supposed to do for this person, and this person, and this person, and where are they at? Even though okay. you can check up on it at any time. Yeah, and and some of these things as well, as far as the automation goes, some of it might just be triggering a reminder to you to mm-hmm. do something manually. Yeah. right it's not like you've lost sight of these people but the stuff that is consistent and should be automated set that up because why are you wasting your time doing the same thing yeah. for everybody
1: exactly. right save
0: the save the unique stuff for the unique stuff
1: and if you're a new agent you're like i don't even know what you're talking about it's about as you start working with people, identifying the areas that can be automated, are you answering the same question over and over again to the, t- to the same type of prospect? If that's the case, then there's some opportunity to automate in there, and um, it'll it'll just really you can just build up um, if you are starting. You're frozen right now. Can you hear me?
0: I hear you frozen position as usual
1: okay oh here you're back okay there you are Hello. you're
0: back although it does say my internet connection is unstable again
1: that's always true. i
0: feel like it always unstable i don't know what my computer like does when i'm not around it's like it's it's like it's on crack or something <laughs> like nothing's happened in this room we're literally in an empty office on a sunday
1: yeah Oh and, well. like
0: nothing nothing's plugged in It's very strange. I love
1: how you're looking around, like you're gonna find some like. It's like it's like someone's like in the parking lot.
0: Like there's like a troop of cars out there, like using our wireless or something. Yeah, we're we're like a Tim Hortons. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's very strange, but uh, yeah, that's fine. It's becoming the unfortunate norm that I stare at your face, being choppy and frozen. (laughs) But anyway, okay, that was number. What was it? Oh, that was, oh, we were still on quattro.
1: Quattro, I think, yeah. Number, number, tre, trois,
0: three. Tre, what's tre? Uno, dos, a...
1: tres. Tre, tres.
0: There's an S, yeah, tres. it's not tre. It's not well, like...
1: I, I'm thinking French, because French would probably. Oh,
0: you're thinking Quebec French. We're like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, French. Ugh, Quebec French. Sorry to the Quebec listeners, but honestly, guys, it's a dirty, dirty French, the <laughs> Quebec French. Wow. Do we just, do we just lose? Like, do we just lose? Like, I mean, I like Quebec. Just, so there you go. My, my family was born in Quebec. I'm just saying it's, it's not, it's not France, French. That's yeah. all I'm saying. It's got some, it's got some drawl. Well,
1: I wouldn't say drawl, but yeah.
0: It's French drawl. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. On, moving on. on, on to, how about number three? Number
1: Let's three. Um Living in your CRM. I mean, this is something that I think a lot of people hear, hear people preach to you about, but it's about, you know, your, your workday needs to include you being in there quite a bit. I think a lot of us are in our MLS systems a lot, searching, doing, looking things up, all that. You should be using it as much as that. That's your home base. You know, your email is not where to go. It's not your text messages. It's going into your CRM. Establish a set schedule for yourself where maybe it's every morning and, you know, in the evening, you know, once once or twice a day. And also adding people in. Like if you don't want to do it as they come in um, on a more manual basis, like maybe put some time out in your week to just sorry. I'm like, <laughs> you just froze a little bit. So I'm like, just very cautious of talking and making sure you hear what I say. I think,
0: I think I'm just not moving. I'm just So <laughs> I'm just listening so intently. I anyway, look frozen. Just,
1: just put some time aside for that task as well. If you need to add people in and you don't want to do it on the spot, um, maybe you just want to do it all at once. And you've got like five or 10 people per week to add in, then do it all at once um, might be a better way to set things up for yourself.
0: Yeah. This t- this ties into a lot of the other steps and most of this should tie in, you know, integration being a big one. The more you're integrated with your other systems, the more it makes it a no brainer that you're living in your CRM because everything's feeding there anyway. So yeah. you don't need to bounce around from thing to thing to thing. Yeah, um, But this is, again, this is the heart of everything. Mm-hmm. And so if there are in real estate, two things to live in, it's your CRM and it might be, you know, the MLS and all that, right? Like the two systems with the two sets of data that live somewhat exclusively. I know there are systems and CRMs out there that combine those two as well, or that integrate listings and searches and whatnot with your database in a lot of ways as well. So by all means, that gives you an extra reason to live in one place, but beyond that, If stuff is outside of your CRM, think about way, think about either A, is this something that should be integrated or B, is this something I really need to be taking time on at all? Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you're going to have time put aside for your creative process and for creating content and things that you do. But when it comes to week by week, day by day functionality and the stuff, you know, you need to be looking at the CRM needs to be at the top of the list or you're missing the boat.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Two is just more again about automations. I think a lot of times, and this this is a trap I fall into, is I want to make things as personalized as possible for everybody, but that does take up a lot of time. So I think when you're going through how you want to reach out to people on an annual basis... Some of that can be automated, whether it's birthday messages or anniversary messages, or if you're sending out a monthly newsletter, that doesn't have to be personalized. It can just, well, you can use tags to personalize it, obviously, in your email program, but it doesn't have to go out on a one, one-to-one basis. Um, and then identify some areas where you want to get a little bit more personal and, and actually reach out to them and, and have conversations or whatever. So um, I think it's, it's a, it has to be a good mix, but don't overlook your CRM options to automate certain tasks that really don't need to, um, don't need to be like personalized and and one-to-one. Yep. And then just going off of that, there are ways to make it look a lot more personal as well. Like I know my CRM's basic happy birthday email, um, card is not that nice, but I can create something that I like better that speaks more to my brand and and this sort of thing that I like to put out there, but it's still automatic and sent out to everybody on their birthday.
0: And you can leverage, and maybe this is number one, cause you haven't mentioned it yet, but you can, is number one having to do with tags or not? It
1: is.
0: Okay. So maybe I'll just use this as a segue.
1: It is. Um, number one. But you needed a drum so, trouble or something.
0: I, well, I, I figured I'm like we've got to talk about tags. This is a CRM. <laughs> Maybe that is the number one thing. So this actually did. For those of you who waited till the end, you got the secret sauce. But tagging all of your contacts, yeah, which is in plain English, labeling them with as many focused buckets that you can put them in that will help direct the workflow automation contact plan and otherwise to them and building from what you were talking about so just to tie it in even with something like birthdays this is just it's a very specific idea but if you want it to be automated but you don't want it to be generic where everybody's getting the same birthday message maybe you've got a tag for female birthday male birthday or kid birthday or things like that, where you can get a specific, a tag can be anything, right? Tags could say pets, tags could say older. um, Tags could say, you know, uh, I don't know, like buyer, seller.
1: Renter, landlord. Whatever it is.
0: Yeah. And you're not creating a tag for the sole reason of building a new workflow tied to every tag, but it's a way to help focus anything that you do, right? If you picture your workflows, which they are, as just a tree, right, or like a series of forks in the road, a lot of times people tie that to the way people interact, which is one way to use it. You know, if someone Mm -hmm. opens, doesn't open. If somebody responds, doesn't respond. If a certain question is asked. When those things happen, there should be tags attached to their actions as well that help build people's profiles in real time as well. So if somebody fills out a form on your website for a free home evaluation, that should enter into your CRM. And it should say, first of all, probably home seller. If you're able to gather data from their evaluation form, maybe you know they've got a detached home. Maybe you know there's certain things, but it's also they filled out that form. So you know where the source of of their entry into your automation was and into your CRM. And then the path is going to look different. Potentially from someone who's also selling their house, but you met them at a mixer. People go to mixers. Is that a thing? Mixer. Mm -hmm. So random. You met them at a mixer. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the more specific it gets, it allows you to then really build tunnels that people are going down, which I believe as you grow your business and as you refine and make your CRM more effective, now that you've got people bucketed and databased and tagged so specifically, you can focus on more customized approaches to take with them and build the content that you can now just plug and play to different types of people. Yeah. And you can turn on and turn off tied to where they're at. How long they've been in your database, maybe things change. Yeah. You know, when in the year they entered, all those sorts of things um, will help tie you to being able to build an effective uh, automation.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. So number one, that was number one. Use your tags, use those Play tags, tag. segment people. And it's not to say you have to deliver a particular set of content to every one of those people that are in certain tags. Like it's not like you have to go, okay, now I've got to create a newsletter for condo owners, for homeowners. Like, no, that's not what we're saying, but we're just saying like, as, and especially as you kind of maybe niche down um, as your career progresses, Maybe you do have a newsletter that goes out monthly to your condo owners and that, cause that's where you really want to focus your time. That's great. Um, you're still, still in contact with people outside of the condo segment. It's just, you're not creating as much content for them because that's not your focus. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, to take it to like an extreme, if you've got commercial investors and family residential, yeah, the content they get is going to be so different. You're not yeah. going to be wanting to send, you know, a market report from a small suburb somewhere to the people who are only into pre-con investing yeah. downtown. Exactly. Right? So, you know, you get there and, and it does come, like yeah. you said, niche, niching down is the approach rather than the opposite. But you only are able to do that if you start to focus on who everybody is, Yeah, the more you get to know them.
1: And then your reports can also indicate, okay, I've got a lot of people that are investors. Like maybe that's an area I want to spend, focus more of my efforts and my time and my marketing. So it's really about like if you're starting out, just start using a CRM playing around with it, like making sure that you're adding as much information about each person as possible, make that your home base for all of your contacts. And slowly you'll start kind of figuring out where you want to spend your time, how you want to make the, the most of that CRM. And if you are an existing like, experienced agent, it's about kind of leveling up the use of your CRM in ways that you, where you can automate um, number one, but also make better use of the features that you are paying for, if it makes sense for what you're trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. You're you're going to learn as you go. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's, I I think having the nothing's impossible mentality towards what these things can do is really helpful. Yeah. If there's something you'd like it to do, or there's something you feel would be helpful, there's a way to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes it might cost money. Right. But I think the whole idea of a really good CRM system is your ability to weigh the investment you're making into it, into the efficiency it's creating for you and the ability it's giving you to focus on building your business rather than either wasting too much time trying to figure out your database and who to contact and what to say. um, Or just missing out entirely on opportunities, right? Because you just aren't doing it because it's too hard and time consuming
1: right
0: so anyway all right we made it we made it it. all
1: right well thanks for listening guys we do have our annual business planning sessions coming up, november 14th and 15th make sure to sign up uh link is in the show notes from zoom we're gonna have some resources there um just some uh some resources again. I'm losing track of my words.
0: (laughs) I I thought you were going to go with tips and tricks again, but we are giving you the roadmap to make your business what it's supposed to be going forward. Whether you're successful right now, whether, you know, you're struggling, whether it's been a tough year, whatever situation you're in, there's always room to self audit and give yourself a kickstart. And so I know there's a lot of, you know, business planning stuff out there and uh, you know that's fine you know go to lots this is really focused on a tangible plan that Mm -hmm. gets your head right and gives you the actual tools you need to hit next year running to hit right now running but really to take where you are what you want and to make sure that you're accountable to getting there
1: yeah so sign up all right okay We will see you guys next week. We hope you have a great week and chat soon.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.